Good morning. Good morning and happy Sunday. Happy Fun Day Sunday. Thanks for waking up with us this morning. This is Saga Tuck on Sunday here on the Lake Shores. 92.7 The Van. Hey, thanks for joining us as we broadcast live high above land sharks here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. I'm Gregory Muncy waking up with you as we watch the sun come up over the hill here on Butler Street. It's going to be a beautiful crisp winter, wintry day. Winter weather is certainly here. Um, I'd like to thank our sponsors. First of all, charming Saugatuck Rentals working on their new renovation of their carriage house called the Mariner's Watch and uh, coming into a Beautiful, beautiful renovation there. And they've got three rentals here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Now's the time to book your vacation. I'll tell you, this is a great winter getaway here. We've got lots of great uh, Christmas uh, festivities and events coming up. We'll talk about those in the next half hour. We've got lots to cover. Um, and so you'll want to book your state there or at Mill Pond Realty. They've got, of course, their rentals. But there are real estate experts if you're looking to list your home and you want to find out the value of your home, and you really want to find local experts and people that are vested in our local community because they're going to give you the knowledge uh, that you need to sell your home uh, or to buy your home, to buy a new home here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Big shout-out to Mill Pond Realty. And a big thank you to Mill Pond Realty. They've got the hotline to Santa Claus and his reindeer, and they gave them a special phone call. They'll be making a a special appearance here to our tree lighting ceremony coming up, and we'll talk about that in the next half hour. I'd also like to thank the Interurban Transit Authority. They are our number one go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. I ran into Phyllis Eif last night, and a little shout-out to her, and uh, would like to let you know that you can take that Interurban bus anywhere around the Saugatuck Douglas area. It's kind of like a taxi. For only a dollar, they'll take you to and from your destination here. Just give them a call, 269-857-1418. And that's it. That's that number you want to keep to get around town. The Interurban, uh, of course, uh, back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. And, of course, I'll be there. Now's the time to get your Thanksgiving centerpieces. And we're making wonderful fall floral arrangements to help celebrate your holiday. A little shout-out to Jean there. I'll be there tomorrow uh, working on beautiful arrangements. Give me a call and uh, and uh, get your special loved one a, a great little token for the holiday. Um, also, um, I'd like to thank our producer, Dan Evans, a.k.a. Dan the Man on the Van, and he's over there queuing up everything for us there at the station in Holland. And, of course, I'd like to thank uh, our sound guy, C.J. Badrack, uh, queuing up all of our music and, uh, and thank him for coming out with us this morning. I um, want to remind you also that you can listen to us anytime. Maybe you're going to wake up a little bit later and maybe you want to get caught up. Maybe there's something you missed. You can always go to our website at 927thevan.com, click on podcasts, and then go down to Saugatuck on Sunday. You can listen to all of our shows and get caught up. Grab that cup of coffee. Boy, I'm drinking this wonderful, wonderful Kona, Hawaiian Kona blend. And I get that over at the Butler Pantry here downtown downtown Saugatuck. Right now, it's just after 7 a.m. It's a cool 37 degrees, and expect today's high to reach around 50 today. And like I said, winter weather is certainly here. It's the perfect time of year to check out our lights. The city has been busy decorating the downtown area. Wicks Park has a lot of extra special lights there that we'll be finishing to decorate for our annual tree lighting ceremony. 
and uh, and of course there's lots of unique one-of-a-kind gifts our shops are stocked so if you're looking for Christmas gifts and you're seeing empty shelves when you're shopping around come down to Saugatuck you're gonna find those one-of-a-kind gifts right here and of course our wonderful eateries and pubs will keep you warm this morning we've got a lot to talk about so grab a cup of coffee settle in we're gonna have a lot of fun uh, today uh, I've got to I've I've got the mayors of both towns here in the studio uh, this morning. Uh, The mayor of Douglas and the mayor of Saugatuck will be here to join us. We'll also have Scrooge. That's right, Scrooge, a Christmas carol from the Saugatuck Village Players is on. It is on this year, and we have been busy rehearsing and getting ready for that. Uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about plans and the dates and where you can get tickets. So stay tuned and settle in. But uh, before we start anything, I actually called the mayor of Douglas and asked him to help me host the show. So let's get that disco ball down and let him work the runway and work and work and wow! Look at his hips. Twirl, twirl, <laughs> swirl. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jerry Donovan. Thank you. Thank you. You're not a stranger here. <clears throat> no, I'm not. Yeah, you've been I've become here like a seasoned veteran. You are. This, you are. You know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, congratulations, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. That Thank says you a much. lot about Douglas. They hire a comedian mm-hmm. as their mayor. So <laughs> <laughs> they went low bid. Let's put it that way. Now, yeah. I, Kimberly wanted me to remind you. You know why you won. You know the mayor because. Yes. Uh, the uh, seat as the mayor. Um, it's simply because uh, Kimberly and I did a lot of uh, wonderful promotions for you as, uh, you know, as Tiger King. Uh-huh. And did, did you, I've got photo <laughs> proof. We shared that picture all around Facebook and it got so many likes. And uh, we were there. She looks exactly like Carol Baskin. She, she does, doesn't it's she? scary. She kind of acts like her too. I wonder how CJ sleeps at night. You know, he probably <laughs> sleeps with one eye open, you know. <laughs> and you, uh, if you were about a foot shorter, you would make the perfect Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah, I could you have know, been a little bit shorter. You look just like him. Yeah, I, well, thank you, thank you. I'm telling you. Uh, but you had a lot of makeup. We had a lot of great great, great fun stuff. there at the uh, at, at that event. Wasn't that fabulous? Uh, it was. The, the whole Halloween thing is really big here. We're still talking about I it. I know. It's, it's like almost a month later, and we're still talking about the event. We had so much fun. God love Erin Wilkinson. She does an awesome job, it, doesn't though? she? Erin has been putting on that parade for many, many years. Yep. Many, yep. many, many years. So, um, Douglas, what's going on? Get, get, get us caught up, Mr. <laughs> Mayor of Douglas. I saw uh, yesterday was a little shop event where you had shopkeepers with little hors d'oeuvres yep. and little things like that. And the holiday sales. stroll. The holiday stroll. Kicking yeah. off the season. Now, was there live music or what, what, what was Different places had, you know, a little acoustic and live music and stuff like that. Okay. You know, nothing major, uh-huh. but it's just fun. It looks beautiful over there. Yeah. Are, now, are all the lights out yet? Do they have the yep. lights on yet? Because lights are on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Decorations are up. Mm-hmm. I know so. Douglas will have their lighting ceremony coming up soon, right? Cor- correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and that should be a lot of fun. Um, uh, so, uh, coming up in Douglas, let's, let's get a little bit caught up with what's going on in Douglas. We see the, um, the building over here, uh, at 200, the, uh, old Hayworth building is yep. coming down. It is. So it that's is. exciting. I'm extremely happy to see that in progress. Mm-hmm. The fence now, up and the, all the equipment there and they're working inside right now doing asbestos abatement. Oh, that's good. And then there is, I want to say. And I may be misquoted on the number, but like 500 light bulbs that have to be 
taken out. Oh wow! Yeah, because so of, they have to remove the light bulbs before they tear the light building. bulbs. Yeah, because and, uh, of the chemicals or whatever that's right, in them. Uh-huh. Right. So, sure. uh, but they're there, and it's going to be down. Wow. Now so. that that property is that owned by the city of Douglas? It is owned by the city of Douglas. Okay. All right. And, and uh, so, what will they do with it after the building's down? Well, we're going to get the building down. The next step will be uh, the remediation of underground. Uh, contaminants oh sure you know so you have to get those out and then we're just going to have the next phase and and look at ideas uh-huh. as to what we want to do development wise there yeah so. now, would it would you be like wooing developers you know that that have your intentions in mind or? i'm not i'm not a very good wooer <laughs> um I tried, uh, but but no, we'll be entertaining and talking to you know a number of different people, mm-hmm. uh, developers about ideas, uh-huh. you know. So, uh-huh. but but the important phases, you know, as I try to advocate, is in in no future project, if you will, mm-hmm. does that building remain standing. Right. So let's get it down. Yeah. And, and you know the aesthetics of when people are rolling into Douglas, you know, mm-hmm. you got really nice up to there and then it's like oh look an abandoned factory how charming yeah 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 so. that's been a nice store for quite a while <laughs> exactly um you know lots of talk about um uh affordable housing Correct. but i mean they're talking about that all over the country i don't think Sagatuck is unique in that problem i hear the same problem in holland michigan I hear the same problem out on the West Coast in San Francisco and, I mean, all kinds of places. So I, I don't think that Sagatuck is really that – Douglas, excuse right. me – is that unique to that, to that problem. We really aren't. In fact, we had a, uh, a, a nice little discussion forum, if you will, the other night at the SCA on Wednesday night. That's right. How did that uh, go? Uh, it was phenomenal. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I know that was spearheaded. Um, by, now, I read in the paper that was spearheaded by a group called the Psychotech 5.0. Correct. Now, what is that? Because I don't know who that is. I don't, I, I don't know their presence or who, what is Psychotech well, uh, 5.0. Kristen, and that was great right out of the back because other people have said, where, who is this? Sure. Um, Kristen Armstrong. Okay, at from the SCA. SCA. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they were a group that I want to say in 2019 was getting together to talk about the future and, and this and that. Uh-huh. And um, then it sort of tapered the off, obviously, of... the community. Oh, okay. And then, so um, they, do they work with our city municipalities, or? Well, what happened is just as it got going, COVID came along, so everything you know hit the back seat. Oh, okay. And now, um, <clears throat> is, this, she... is this is this a group out of the Rotary Club, or where where is it? Yeah, I think it's from? just a group of of concerned citizens. Oh, business owners, business and owners, okay. municipal officials, and things like that. So they but. She said that, okay, we put this group together in part for this, and now that we have it here, um, she mentioned, I thought, that it, was, it wasn't, you know, in full force going forward uh-huh. that they had gotten to this point, and she said, oh, we're going to disband it, which, you know, I don't know if that's going to be the case or if they say, hey, you know what, let's, let's keep it going. Uh-huh. So I don't know exactly who it is. Oh, okay. So you don't know the the folks behind I don't it know or the individual individuals that make yeah. up that that organization. Right, right. So, um, is it a nonprofit or is it just a? I think it's just an ad hoc. Yeah, because I, I had a lot of people in town ask me about the who is the five point okay. group because we saw the article. You know, when they were talking about this event going on, and we were just curious. Garnett to, would probably have more information. Oh, we'll ask her when she's right. on. Garnett right. was she there? She was. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Then yeah. she, she'll probably give us some insight mm-hmm. on that. Then. It was cool. We had people from Douglas, Saugatuck, and the township 
uh, superintendent of schools. Oh, wow. Uh, Chief Janik was there. Oh, that's awesome. And a lot of, and I think it was put together, spearheaded by, in part, Lisa Mize at the CVB, uh-huh. as well as the SCA and uh-huh. other interested parties. Oh, wow. But it was great to have a dialogue. I would have loved to have gone. Unfortunately, um, I was at uh, play rehearsal for the uh, uh, Christmas Carol. Um, you know, um, but I, I really wanted to go. The show must go um, on. Unfortunately, I uh, kind of put myself in a lot of positions where I usually don't have extra time right. for curricular, extracurricular You were there in spirit. Activities. But, you know, you hit on a good point. It is a national problem. It really is. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've been traveling. I was down to St. Louis and coming back and listening to. And they had a segment on NPR about um, Martha's Vineyard. Oh, Okay. And talking about for years, this is how we've accommodated, you know, our, our seasonal labor force. Right. And they said those are gone now. So mm. they're scrambling to try to figure out what to do. Mm. So it's nice to have, you know, misery loves company, uh-huh. if you will. Uh-huh. And uh, just to see what other communities are doing. And maybe we can do something really cool and original mm-hmm. and, and spearhead an effort. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but the fact is the problem is being addressed. Yeah. You know, and it, it's the kind of thing where. You talk to the business owners, and it's just a grind trying to find, oh, sure. find people. Employees, and, you yeah. Know, and, yeah. And, and we really want to attract younger families. Sure. You know, um, that benefits everybody year-round, uh-huh. uh, puts kids in the schools, right. things like that. So, right. you know, it's there, and we're working on it. Well, well, I think that's great. It's always great when you get community <clears throat> leaders and business owners that get together to collaborate and create solutions to right. the problems and to have people from all three uh-huh. as, I, as i often like to say are you ready you want to write this down okay unity in the community oh wow wow did you just come that? up with it? unity in the community unity in the community <laughs> and i think we have a great spirit and effort going on as reflected in, in our accomplishments on the uh, on the bike trail yes 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 so. um uh lots of road work going on in douglas Ooh, um, i drive i'm driving through and every time i go through douglas you're repaving another road right. and then you've also got um you've got you, you guys must have a lot of extra money over there um and <laughs> we're putting we're putting to effective use yeah. our, our current resources well you know your tax base you know well so, sure you know, you know. <laughs> Now, if you go down Wiley Road, um, you notice that new path. It's beautiful. Isn't it, though? It really is. Yep. And, and it goes from Union Street uh, just about uh, – Is it? does it go past Union, I think, a little yes, bit? Yes, yeah. yes. I want to say Wiley Court. Yeah, it, yeah. Wiley Court. Mm-hmm. It's actually – it starts across the street from, um, from the uh, – the, uh, Harbors? That, re- that retirement um, uh, apartment complex. Right. The Harbors. The, the Harbors. Yes. And uh, which is great because those folks can walk to town now, you know, very easily and nice wide path. And uh, that looked that turned out really nice, Um, you know, um, and uh, lots of improvements around Douglas, I'm Mm -hmm. seeing. And, uh, you know, also we're doing improvements here as well. The Rose Garden is is going to get a redo, a relift. I saw that. Uh, Yeah. Catherine Simon over here from Maplewood wrote a letter. And uh, and uh, she just was, you know, it, it had been 20 years since that was created. You, you know what? The Rose Garden here is here, downtown Saugatuck, right next to Huntington Bank. Right. Which uh, used to be Chemical, which right. used to be TCF, and right. now it's Huntington. Right. And, um, and it's right on the corner there of, um, of uh, uh, Butler and uh, Mason Street. Mm-hmm. Um, it was put there back in 1998 from a special grant 
from a lady called Roxy Ann Mize. Okay. She worked all through the 40s, 50s, and 60s for Walgreens down in Indiana and Chicago. And, uh, and she vacationed here, and her family vacationed here over the years. Okay. And, uh, and she never married. She saved all her money. And she gave almost a half a million dollars to the city of Saugatuck um, to have that rose garden made and created. So they've been working off that grant for many, many years. Now, Roxy Mize, she actually dedicated this uh, park to her brother, Sam, and his wife, Doris Mize. Sam used to live here in town on the hill and used to grow roses. He was known all around town for growing roses. Mm -hmm. And he would walk into town and hand out roses to the shopkeepers. And so he was a very memorable character in the area. So in his memory, she created this Rose Garden Fund. And it was almost half a million dollars. Right. Uh, uh, something like four hundred and forty-six thousand mile uh, uh, dollars, um, which is uh, 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 close to half a million. And so they've been working off this grant for so long. And and um, no, actually, the actual amount was four hundred forty-five thousand four hundred eighty-six dollars. That's a lot of money back then. You know, we, we love Roxy. Yeah. And uh, now the city has roughly about $166,000 of the money left. Okay. And that the annual uh, contract th to keep it up every year can be between seven and 10000 Okay. However, they're going to come in and they're going to do a whole redo. Those, those roses have been kind of wilty, you know, after they're in the ground for so long. They just don't last as long. And so they'll, they'll be redoing that whole garden uh, for next year. So look for some... Uh, exciting changes there we've had the uh annual tree lighting ceremony there before and um uh and uh lots of uh lots of fun memories there at the rose garden uh with events and things like that so and uh hopefully uh they'll get another facelift with the artwork and all that sure. so you know some of it's getting a little older i know uh, there was a piece of art there that was knocked down i had called the city and they had fixed it and put it back up on its pedestal um, but uh, but I, I think it's one of our uh, great jewels of town. It is a treasure. And when people are walking into town, when I'm stocking the uh, the uh, drugstore wall full of brochures, I love telling that story about Roxy Mize and her and her brother. Well, and you see so many people, visitors, guests, stop to take pictures there. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. they'll have everybody lined up in front and doing this and that and. Mm -hmm course me being the nice guy i am i'm always like well let me take the picture for you you get it oh thank you right right i, I get more phones that way yeah <laughs> uh, but no it is a it is a little a little landmark it's beautiful so. yeah yeah hey want to say congratulations to julie rosso um and bill miller um they spent uh, 30 years at Sagatuck's wickwood inn as the owners there so, and uh, uh, you know uh julie is a very famous author called the uh, silver palette has sold millions of cookbooks in this is, country that is awesome um they're originally from new york and they moved here and over a little conversation dinner conversation with the previous owners they purchased the wickwood mm -hmm. and they ran it for 30 years they just they're going into retirement we mm -hmm. want to wish them a, a a happy and great retirement and uh, they're very happy to have um, the new owners uh, who just uh, bought it are the uh, founders of Chicago's Susie Horner Interior Design Firm. Um, 
quite a design firm. I went to their website. They're very um, uh, uh, accredited in their area, okay. um, uh, respected in their area there in Chicago. Um, Shea Susie and Martin Horner are the new owners, and uh, they'll be running uh, the operation as usual until December 17th. And then they'll be working on giving it some updates and giving it a fresh little, uh, fresh new look. You know, she's their interior experts, so I'm sure they're going to make some magic happen in there. And um, and uh, the uh, structure, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but Wickwood was originally built in 1937 mm-hmm. as the family home of the then Saugatuck mayor, Frank Wick. And so it used to be the family home for the mayor. Wouldn't that be a nice home for the mayor? I, I, I didn't get a house. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Yeah. Know. Well, two things. Number one, I thought it was, it was cute how Julie, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, uh-huh. said that they, like you said, had this serendipitous conversation. Next thing you know, they own a... And in right, and she said we ex- we had planned on doing it for three or four years, maybe five. Yeah, and here they are, thirty years later. Right, which is the alluring charm of our community. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it um, that that was interesting to see. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. new blood. Um, so so many things changing in town. Like, uh, you, did you see the new plans for the Butler restaurant? I did. The ideas that they Ooh. want to do there. Wow, yep, yep, wow, big yep. changes there. Um, they took out the old deck. The old butler deck that right. many people have memories of. Oh, I sure. kind of stirred up the, those memories from people with the red deck as the red right. deck is closed. So lots of changes here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. It's always fun to walk around town and see what's going on because there's always something new going on. Two here. significant changes on each side of the river yeah. right across from one another. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Sean Steele, <laughs> like to give him a shout out because he put uh, the that big Christmas tree up. It's over at Coughlin Park again. Right. Looks beautiful across the, the across the water, and uh, he created this contraption um, that uh, he's got two of them. He's got one himself, and he built one here for the city of Saugatuck. Uh, we all donated. I know the CVB, the Sadaba, mm-hmm. and other local uh, entities uh, uh, donated to create this um, beautiful, tall Christmas tree with the with the string of lights that mm-hmm. create the tree, much like the barge tree that everybody had great memories of right, right. that blew down. And so that was kind of like its replacement. Now it's kind of like a mobile thing. It drives up. He presses a little remote control, and the thing just lifts up. How tall is that? It's got to be about 25 feet. Would you say about 20, 25 feet? It's pretty big. And uh, so that's up. And all the lights here in town, they've been up since October. So we are certainly ready for Christmas. Well, he also has an elaborate display uh, at Old Pike Cottages as far as the lights and everything go. Yes, 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 yes. Got lots of events coming up. Um, We've got, of course, um, I'm getting ready right now. For uh, the annual uh, tree lighting ceremony, I see Douglas is having on November 27th uh, because, you know, uh, they'll have their uh, Douglas annual holiday lighting ceremony. That's on Saturday. Correct. So, But on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, here in Saugatuck at Wicks Park, uh, between 3 and 6 p.m., we'll have live reindeer and visits with Santa Claus right there at Wicks Park as we prepare for the annual tree lighting ceremony. That we've done for many years. It is back at Wicks Park. And we'll have the countdown around 530. Uh, we'll have the mayor along with Santa and sing-alongs. We'll also be having the Holland Corral uh, Dickens singers. They'll be singing throughout town that day as well. And then they'll lead us in a sing-along 
and uh, like jingle bells and fun songs as we count down uh, to light the Christmas tree. So uh, we'll have the uh, you, the um, star of Mount Baldhead, the big star up there, that'll be lit in unison with um, with the uh, tree. And uh, and uh, looking forward to a to a fun event there at Wicks Park. So uh, if that doesn't get get you in the spirit, nothing will. I think it's really going to be really fun, Me and I'm, I'm really glad that Mill Pond uh, 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 stepped up to give Santa a call and uh, bringing the reindeer as well. There'll be hot chocolate and cookies. Ooh. The cookies are baked out from our own high school here and um, from our uh, cafeteria here. They're um, uh, delicious sugar cookies with the sugar on it and uh, and then hot chocolate as well. So it's going to be a fun time. And that's on but that's on, um, on that uh, Friday, the right after Thanksgiving. Okay. So we've got a busy week ahead. Um, you know, of course, we'll have uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, you and uh, Sarah, do you have special plans for the big holiday? Which uh, reminds me, that was the one thing I was going to talk when, when you mentioned becoming mayor. Um, and first of all, I just want to give it a shout out to uh, the Douglas City Council because they're just phenomenal. I'm no more uh, qualified to be mayor than anybody else on that council. And uh, the reason being is that uh, I simply live closer to City Hall than anybody. <laughs> that's how we made that decision. But Sarah is now the first lady of Douglas. Oh, that's right. Think about that. Wow. <laughs> She's got quite a role. That's more fitting than me being mayor. I'm going to have so. to get her a crown or something. I know. You know a so little can... tiara, something yeah. like that. But you have uh-huh. to get one for Patty, the dog, too. Cause oh, yes. They have to match. Of course. So. Of course. So. Um, uh, uh, Thanksgiving. I know Kim, uh, is making a, uh, she's doing a turkey and a ham and, uh, and she's getting everything ready. She's excited. So I'll probably hang out with those guys, uh, CJ and Kimberly and her family for Thanksgiving. We are going to low key it. Low key it? Yeah. She, I, and, uh, 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 her bestie, as she likes to say. Well, the three of us will get together and just kind of chill. That's nice. I have been back and forth to St. Louis uh, because I became a grandpa again. Yes, we shared that on the show last week that you were. Did you? Yes, we did. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, seven. I don't know. I can't keep up. Oh, have you lost count? I have. You don't know how many (laughs) grandchildren you have? I do. (gasps) I do. um, Six currently and a seventh due in April. So... (laughs) Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that annual tree lighting that officially kicks off the Christmas season here in Saugatuck. And then Douglas has their annual holiday lighting ceremony on Saturday, the yeah. 27th, at the same time, 5.30 p.m. <clears throat> um, uh, so folks will gather around uh, at the annual lighting ceremony at Berry Field there at the end of Center Street and uh and count down to light up the town you have borrowed time right across the epc right yep. there back yep. alley um so if anybody wants to come out i encourage all come out hang out have a little great places refreshments yeah. if you will and uh mm-hmm. it's great so mm-hmm. much going on all over the community yeah it's fantastic that, that same saturday we'll have shop small saturday in saugatuck and douglas where you'll shop small and save big in the area here you'll find uh saugatuck and douglas area We'll be here in a tent here by the information booth with hot chocolate and cookies. And then we'll have maps with inserts telling people all the specials in the area. So we've reached out to business owners to share their sales and ideas. And so we'll have an insert instead of a coupon. In in years past, we've done coupons 
and it's just it's it's so hectic and people don't want to fuss with coupons right. these days right so just to have a sheet and find out where all the deals are it right. makes it easier for everybody We'll also be giving away tote bags. We've got these wonderful tote bags. It's a new tote bag in style this year from American Express. And uh, we'll hand those out while supplies last. We'll also have uh, masks uh, uh, for safety, for COVID safety, that mm-hmm. are provide, also provided by American Express that we'll be mm-hmm. handing out there. And, uh, and you can find us there at the information booth. We'll be there from 11 o'clock a.m. Uh, up until supplies last. So, I, I anticipate probably till about two or three. Um, so come on, get your tote bag, get your mask, get some hot chocolate, and find out what's going on in the Saugatuck Douglas area. And, and it's a great thing to keep it small, to shop small, to support the communities that support you. Well, especially this year, probably more than ever, this is an opportunity because of, you know, quote unquote supply chain issues and this and that. I, mm-hmm. for one, I'm saying, hey, man, leave them boats out there till first week in January. Sure. Give people an out. Get creative this we've holiday got lots season. Of, yeah, we've know? got lots of great shops. That, oh. You know, it's not stopping in. But next week, we'll have Leslie Fitzel on from The Laughing Glass. Right. And uh, she's busy making these uh, Christmas ornaments. Nothing stopping her. She, they've got a store stocked full of stuff. Sure. So, you know. Well, over in, in Douglas, we have John Thomas, uh, Mixed Media Arts, who's uh-huh. been there for 20 years. Yeah. You know, people think, well, you know, you go into a gallery or something, it's, you know, price point, expensive, yeah. and this and that. But yeah. he has some incredible gifts. Oh, yeah. Ridiculously starting at like 10, 20 bucks. Sure, sure. And, and it's something that you're not going to get anywhere else. Right, right. And he's got original artwork, and it's not yes, it's does. not priced out of the ballpark. That apple there, that picture, that apple, he painted that. That's one of my favorite pieces there. Oh, see? And and so, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love collecting local art. But, um, but you know, we've got a lot more events that I want to share with everybody. Sure. So uh, grab another cup of coffee. And uh, settle in because uh, we're, we're going to take a little station identification break. And uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to 92.7 The Van, The Lakeshore, and 92.7TheVan.com. We'll be right back with more events and fun. We've got the mayor of Saugatuck will be on later. And then Scrooge. We'll be right back. To the holiday season, you're listening to us live high above land sharks here at beautiful downtown Saugatuck. What could be better than Christmas time here in the Saugatuck and Douglas area? I can't think of much that could be better. We're watching the sun come up over the hill. It's going to be a high of about 50 degrees today. Great day to get in your car, go for a little day trip. The roads are going to be just fine. Going to be a dry day. And uh, hang out at our wonderful pubs. We had dinner at Wicks Park Bar and Grill last night. Enjoy the shrimp and uh, scallop uh, 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 pasta that they had. It was delicious. Had like a creamy Alfredo sauce and uh, had a lot of fun with that. Um, uh, uh, with uh, hanging out with CJ and Kimberly always. Uh, later on, we ran into Phyllis Eif and, uh, from the Interurban Transit Authority. It's hard not to run into people all the time here in this town because I don't think people know that less than 1,000 people live in the city of Saugatuck. 
all year, full-year residents. That's, that's not a lot of people. And then in Douglas, it's just under 1,200. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, when we say small towns, we really mean oh, small yeah. towns here yeah. in the Saugatuck, Douglas area. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy. Thank you, my co-host, Jerry Donovan. A.K.A. Mr. Mayor. He's the, That's right. He's the new mayor of Douglas. And now tell me something. What does the mayor, what does that, what do you have to do to be the mayor? I mean, what, what are your official responsibilities other than kissing babies and cutting ribbons? Well, um, I mean, the, the, you know, is the, it a lot of responsibility? Um, yes, to the extent of representing Douglas every waking hour. And now, okay. b- being a comedian, you've got to watch what you say. Woohoo, yes. Because well, I learned, if comedian or not, I've, I've always adopted the philosophy of know what to say when to say it and how to say it uh-huh. okay right. um uh, as far as the mayoral responsibilities uh-huh. uh first and foremost i run the meetings oh that's right at city council yeah okay right and i am one vote among seven i carry no more no less weight than everybody else who is on on the uh, council right um second would be public appearances right ribbon cuttings mm-hmm. and, and uh as you say you know kissing hands and shaking babies yeah and uh, <laughs> kissing hands and shaking babies. oh wait no wonder the moms wait are always no wonder the moms are always so mad uh <laughs> Shake but, the baby. you know you know public appearances and 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 advocating you know our community mm-hmm. you know in, in in any way that i can yeah so other than that you know i i don't carry the ability to say okay i you know i'm gonna get that done for you anything like that Mm -hmm. uh, it's a a spirited communal communal slash council effort but basically i run the meetings that's my number one thing oh okay okay and then if there is tree lighting ribbon cutting Mm -hmm. how you doing this Mm -hmm. and that a camera to jump in front of for whatever reason now we're going to want you to be in the annual Hootville Christmas Parade, you know that. You're the mayor of Douglas, and wow. it has been tradition. I know Pat Lyon has been in the Hootville Parade as well, and um, in, in our parades. Of course, we'll have um, all of our wonderful uh, uh, groups. Uh, the uh, annual Hootville Christmas Parade will be December 4th. It's always the first Saturday of December, always. Um, uh, there was a mix-up, um, and it, it's actually in print, uh, and it's dated at, as November 27th. Oh. Um, unfortunately, um, Shoreline Magazine got it wrong, and so did Urban Street Magazine. Okay. Um, and so I don't know where how they got their information. I actually investigated and found out, but it was a, a big mistake. So I've reached out to the Pure Michigan website, uh, West Michigan Tourist Association, mm-hmm. of course, our local CVB as well, to remind everybody that it is December 4th. We never move the date. And so you bring your family and friends. It's kind of like a whole day of, of holiday cheer. Mm-hmm. The parade starts, the uh, parade lineup is at 1230 at Wicks Park. And uh, the parade route uh, goes, uh, it starts south on Water Street. And it whips around, turns left onto Butler Street, and then goes down Butler Street. It covers most of the downtown district here. Um, uh, we changed the parade route a couple years ago to include Water Street because we've got so many great businesses mm-hmm. and restaurants there on Water Street. Mm-hmm. And the parade used to just go down Butler Street. It would, it would start at Culver, 
go down that one block of Culver and then and then down Butler Street. So it is a little bit longer, but it covers it covers more of our business community. So well, everybody can enjoy. I, I would be honored to be a part of it. I mm-hmm. will start practicing my parade wave uh-huh. and uh, look forward to it. Uh-huh. Thank you for the invite. Um, uh, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have the uh, shovel brigade. Uh, guys, you know, they're always fun. They are. You know, they tap their shovels and do their little dances. They're very, very good. You and know, then they, a... at every pub, they drop their shovels and they go into the local pubs and do a shot and then oh. come back into the parade. Now we're really they're, talking. They're, lots of mischief with those. Okay. And then, of course, we have the Peppermint Brigade. And they'll be they'll be at it again this year. Um, formerly, it's it's been run by Liz Ingle. Uh, she's okay. been head of the girls for a long time. But uh, she's giving the reins this year to Holly, her beautiful um, uh, daughter-in-law, okay. uh, who's married to Hunter there, uh, okay. Holly Ingle. And uh, so she'll be organizing the girls this year. So they're already working on all of that. Um, less than two weeks, it's uh, uh, the Christmas parade. Isn't so, it crazy to think that this is Thanksgiving week of 2021? Yeah, it is. I it mean, really is. Just... CJ helped me with uh, the new banners. We made uh, new Christmas banners for the parade. Um, and uh, and so we'll be getting those out and ironing those. We'll also be getting out the Dr. Seuss hats that uh, the band wears. And so we take good care of those. We put them in storage. Uh, the high school marching band Aww. will be performing as well and uh, we'll also have the dpw in tow uh with their trucks and uh the interurban transit authority they'll be in the parade as well and everybody's welcome to the parade just come on down bring your group girl scout groups come all kinds of groups everyone's invited um so uh again lineup is at 12 30 and the parade starts at 1 p.m on december 4th that saturday now that whole day there's there's things going on um, not just the uh, Hootville Parade, but uh, we've got the Ugly Sweater Crawl, um, and and that's the uh, Ugly Christmas Sweater Pub Crawl. Um, we we had uh, April Gundy on here from Encompass Wellness, <laughs> and she's kind of spearheaded this for quite a few years, and it's a great fundraiser, and um, uh, you'll uh, you'll get your don your ugliest. Uh, sweater and and you'll you'll crawl from pub to pub uh registration is from 145 to 230 at wicks park bar and grill you can register as an individual or as a team up to four teams will race or crawl from bar to bar searching for the elves that are placed at five bars around town now they're not telling you where the elves are okay you're just going to have to go find them so you'll have to go from bar to bar to figure it out and each of the five elves are are waiting, and they give you a task that you have to do. The crawl the crawl ends uh, once your team finds the five elves, completes the five <clears throat> tasks, and arrives back at Wicks Park. So, of course, they'll have uh, live music at Wicks Park uh, that night as well with Brand- Brandon Ward. So, there's cash prizes for the ugliest holiday outfit and one lucky team. Uh, there'll be raffle items, prizes, and so much fun. Um, and uh, uh, the 100% of the profits from the event will assist families of the Allegan County during the holiday season. So it benefits Operation Hope for Allegan Youth. We had April Gandhi on last week who talked about uh, that organization that helps funding uh, for Allegan Youth, and everything from helping to buy band intra- uh, in- in- instruments mm-hmm. um, uh, and enriching and enriching their lives. So. 
Um, so it, it's a it's a great cause and uh, a great organization that you you're giving to your community. It's staying right here in the community. So, well, the, I will share with you this: the first lady of Douglas. Uh, has a fondness for the high school marching band because she was in the high school marching band, played the bells, and are you ready for this? Huh. Are you sitting down? Yeah. She actually marched in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, did she really? She did. And her high she school did. was invited so to participate? They were. She wow. was from York, Pennsylvania, which yeah. is not far from uh, New York, mm -hmm. and she got to go and do it. And oh, wow. uh, she also talks about... They marched at a Jets game, and she got to see Joe Namath. Oh, wow. Yeah, the yeah. Joe Namath. The one and only Broadway Joe. Yeah, that but at be. any rate, no, the, the high school marching band, love them. You know, uh, anything, you can't have a parade without the band. Right. Also, on, on December 4th, though, on that same day during the parade and all that, um, there uh, we also had Brian from Lesperance from the Fen Valley. He was on last week, and he was talking about their Nouveau Festival, where they where they mm -hmm. do take their end of year grapes and make a wine, Ooh. and and uh, it's it's kind of probably a stressful thing to do because I mean it's you know they it, they have a short amount of time right, to make this right. wine. He said that they had an early crop, so they should be pretty good with a with a really good uh, wine that they'll introduce, and that's going to be on the fourth as well. So you know something that you can do and head out to after the parade. Um, so you'll enjoy the, the vintage, uh, it, and they've got a wonderful um, uh, facility there on 122nd. And you can go to their website, winery at fenvalley.com, for more information. You can also call them at 269-561-2396. I know C.J. Kimberly and I are talking about doing that after the parade. So uh, sounds like Let me ask you, is there a place somebody can go to find out all the events that are going on? There's lots of places you can go. Um, you know, there, there's lots of people that do events in town and lots of people that support events. So you right. can go to com. And click on the events, and you can Backslash see all, events. You can see those, uh -huh. okay. or you can go to sagatuck.com and uh, uh, slash events, and uh, and you can find all kinds of uh, things going on here in the Sagatuck Douglas area. You can also read the commercial record, absolutely, and uh, and uh, of course you'll see ads for uh, all the goings ons. Mm -hmm. uh, I know um, you'll you this week we had the ad for the tree lighting ceremony. And uh, so, um, so we try to keep as many events, you know, uh, available as possible. It, lots of other places, though. You go to the Pure Michigan website. Sure. You, there, there are so many places to get information that that's why sometimes things get a little bit confused. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so you might get wrong information here or there. It's always, always, always double check. Always double check. And it's always best to check with the folks that are facilitating the event right. to find out. You know what's going because on. Because sometimes you do make last-minute changes. You do. You right. do. Did you see how I teed that up for you? Yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, um, so lots of events coming up. But of course, you know, we can't stop thinking about Thanksgiving because you know it's it's coming up, and uh, you know what else is coming up? It. I think trivia is coming up because. Of I didn't know we were having trivia. Oh uh, well, we are. And uh, it's time for trivia. See, CJ one one. I yes. was going to do uh, Thanksgiving facts and trivia that I was reading this morning, getting ready for the show. And yes. And so, um, so uh, CJ told me to stop because uh, I guess I guess this is a, is this a Thanksgiving well, trivia? It is. Well, I, the national days of the day are uh -huh. yeah. National Gingerbread Day, Cookie Day. Okay. Aliscato Day. 
What? It's Aliscato Day. It's an Alaskan holiday where they celebrate a moose and a walrus mix and have a small parade. A moose and a walrus? Yeah, craziness. We'll have to talk with our Alaskan friends about that one. Yeah, we will. Uh, World Hello Day and World Stuffing Day. And Stuffing Day made me think of Thanksgiving and all this Christmas talk is a little premature. Let's get through Thanksgiving. So I did Thanksgiving trivia. Okay, well, okay, Thanksgiving trivia. Here we go. And because Jerry has a win, I'll, he'll go first. Okay, Jerry. Well, we're, first. Ti- we're tied one-one. Oh, tied one-one. St- still, you're going first. Right. Remember, you won the first one. I won the oh, second one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The original Thanksgiving included the Pilgrims and Native Americans. Which tribe was there? A. Cherokee. B. Cleveland. Or C. Wampanoag. Mm, I'm going to go C. The- I knew you'd say C. I thought the Cleveland Indian one was sort of. Well, I, that was a little too obvious. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, Gregory. No, it's, uh-huh. uh, what year did this first Thanksgiving occur? What year did the first Thanksgiving yeah. occur? A, 1715, B, 1721, or C, 1756? 1721 is the answer because I know that – that, well, it, this is our 400th, 400th. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving uh, anniversary. Now, did you know that back in 1939 – You may be giving away other questions. Okay, never mind. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> no, keep going. It's my turn. Okay, never <laughs> mind. How, how, long, how long did this first Thanksgiving day last, the celebration last? A, one day, B, three days, or C, five days? I'll say B, three days. Ooh. I was, everyone knows their Thanksgiving trivia uh, uh, today. Uh-oh, uh, uh, we studied. Uh, what, which important figure in early American uh, history wanted the turkey to be the national bird? A, Benjamin Franklin, B, George Washington, or C, Betsy Ross? Um, that would be A. Look yep. at this. Benjamin Franklin. Okay, here's one that's maybe a little bit off the path. Which, uh, how much turkey does the average American consume annually? Fifteen a fifteen pounds, b thirty five pounds, or c one hundred pounds? Well, let's see. I'll go a. Oh, fifteen pounds. Very good. Uh, which Thanksgiving Day staple has eight hundred million? Pounds consumed during this week, Thanksgiving week. Eight hundred million pounds. Yeah, I, I've, I've questioned this one. The, lion, the lion's halftime. Eight hundred million pounds. Yeah, but it's the this. whole week, so it's not just Thanksgiving Day, but okay. all Thanksgiving celebrations. I'm thinking mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I. Yeah, it's uh, where's my questions? A mashed potatoes, B stuffing, or C cranberries. Cranberry. I'm gonna say cranberries. It is cranberries. It was Ocean Spray provided that. Question. Well, because you know pounds and all that. Once you crush those babies down, yeah, could you be. Know, yeah. I, I don't eight hundred million. Yeah, I th- I'm, that's, gonna, that's I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. That's worth double checking. Fact but that's, checking. Fact checking. This is the sports checking. sports section mm. of uh, the quiz. Oh Lord, who hosted the first Thanksgiving Day uh, football game? A. Dallas. B. Detroit. Or C. Yale. I'll go see Yale. Oh, eh. it was it, Detroit. Detroit. See, I knew that. Well, I just, you know, it's a Lions thing. Yeah. I wasn't going to give them any more credit <laughs> it, it, than they it, actually. The deserve. reason why they did it, this was sort of a new something I didn't know, is because the Tigers won the World Series in '35, and they were tra- they were having a real hard time getting anybody to go see the Lions, which continues. 
that they had this gimmick Thanksgiving Day game, and it continues. Well, I had a friend who went to Yale. Oh. Yeah, he's a locksmith now. Mm-hmm. The Detroit is still in the sports section. Oh, no. Is the Detroit Lions winning percentage in, in an A, below 500, B, exactly 500, or C, above 500? Their percentage? A percentage of winnings on Thanksgiving Day. So they they played probably about 100 games, uh-huh. less, a little less than 100 games okay. on Thanksgiving Day since 1935 to right. now. Are they better than 500, 500 exactly, or less than 500? Less than 500. Less than 500. They are 37, 40, and 2. And I only say that because I know that, you know, um, people, you yeah, know. Th- exactly. They because always I complain. told you. <laughs> well, they complain that lions aren't good. So I don't know. Like I said, I, mean, I don't. You got it. You got it. So we now I have two, two last questions. It's within one. So this okay. could be the change. This is the parade section of the quiz. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What character was the first balloon float at Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Oh. A, Snoopy. B, Felix the Cat, or C, Mickey Mouse? I got to go Snoopy. It is Felix the Cat. Felix the Cat. Yeah, that's right. He was a big popular one in the 20s. Um, That's when they brought uh, the balloons into the Thanksgiving. You know, the first Thanksgiving parade didn't have balloons. That's correct. Yeah. Well, wait a minute here. There's one last question. Yeah. 1924, which Thanksgiving Day parade was originated? A, New York, B, Detroit, or C, both? Oh, I know this one. Detroit. No, both. They both, both started had it on the, on the same, same day? Wait, start... You're ringing the bell and he got it wrong. Oh, I, I'm sorry. You, you won. You got it wrong, but you won. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a 70% hit rate, correct rate on that. It's very nice. Collective. Not it's, it was a, that was a good quiz. I like when you get some right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, 1939 Thanksgiving was celebrated on the third Thursday of November, not the fourth. Did you oh, know that? I did not know that. Game uh, over, pal. President Roosevelt, um, he was predicting the future, and he channeled a Black Friday mindset when he decided to move Thanksgiving during his presidency. So it was in, in his entire presidency, it was moved back one week. Um, and uh, Roosevelt bumped it up a week effectively, adding seven more shopping days to the holiday season to boost the economy. That's why he did it. Nice. And it angered uh, football coaches who had Thanksgiving games already scheduled and calendar printers who now had incorrect dates. And uh, anyway, Americans um, didn't love the change, so it was officially switched back in 1942. Yep. Yep. yep, yep, yep. And we can also thank uh, Thanksgiving. For the invention of the frozen dinner. Did you know that? Oh, no. Um, uh, you know, uh, during, uh, during Turkey, uh, around uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas time, um, uh, there, uh, the, um, what cup co- was it? Uh, oh, golly, what company? Swanson's. Swanson. They had an overabundance of turkeys that they couldn't sell. And so they had these turkeys on a refrigerated railway car for like a week. And they kept it on this going back and forth across the country till they decided what to do with all this turkey that they didn't want to throw away. So it was one of the folks there at Swanson who came up with the idea to make this the, the foil compartment that we know today as the TV dinner. And so that's what invented the TV dinner. Really? So they created uh, Swanson TV dinners with turkey and uh, sold the turkey right away. It was a big and hit. And what year was that? Uh, in the 50s. Um, uh, I want to say, golly, um, 
late 40s, early 50s. No. I'm not seeing the exact year right well, now. Well, because it almost sounds like the dinner came out before the TV. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was, uh, they called them TV dinners, um, and that was uh, uh, to encourage, uh, you know, the new TV fans. So it came out about the same time television came out. Well, that reminds me of one of the most iconic television moments in all of American history on Thanksgiving when on WKRP in Cincinnati when oh. Mr. Carlson, <laughs> with God as my witness, I thought, I thought turkeys, turkeys could fly. <laughs> 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 that, that, and then the movie Plane, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's a Wednesday night must-watch. Les a, Nessman doing it as the Hindenburg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, did you know this, that only male turkeys actually gobble? Only male turkeys gobble. Did you hmm, know that? I did not know that. I'm sure they might know that at the Dunes Resort um, uh, because they'll be having a free turkey dinner there on Thanksgiving. So if you don't have anywhere to go Aww. on Thursday – um, uh, the guys all bring a dish to pass. They that play so card cool. games, and it's open to everybody. It doesn't doesn't matter who you are. If you don't have a place to go to, go check out the Dunes Resort. Ah. You have a good meal there. You know those guys will cook. They'll have a turkey. They'll have the whole spread there, and um, just a great place to hang out if you have nowhere to go. Well, now if I have some place to go, can I still come and hang out? Well, sure. Why not? You know. You know, I'm going to send that. You, gonna, in fact, many people more that people in Douglas is good. Well, many people, maybe you don't want to hang out with your families. So <laughs> <laughs> you might be worried it's about, a good excuse to yeah, get away uh, if it's uh, gotten a little uh, long. Uh, Denny's uh, is open for a reason. We <laughs> suggest you keep your Thanksgiving dinner political free. Right. Um, uh, and so uh, because, of course, you know, it, it, that's always uh, hot topics. You know, when you get families together, you get those hot topics together. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, uh, it's it holidays are a time and. Being together as a family is a time where you have to put those differences aside. So Absolutely. So, um, yeah, hoping everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving Good time. Thanksgiving trivia and facts. I, I enjoyed it this morning. Thank well, thank you, you thank CJ. You. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. We've got an exciting show coming up. Um, we've just had our little gab here. and We want to thank you for joining us. Grab another cup of coffee because we'll have Scrooge here in the house after the next break. And uh, he'll be talking about a Christmas carol. And uh, and uh, what's going on with that? So nice to have uh, these events back, and uh, been rehearsing as well. Um, I have the pleasure of taking part in the production again this year. We'll also have Garnet Lewis on the other mayor. We'll have both mayors here, going head to head. The Saugatuck mayor against the Douglas well, mayor. No, 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 arm in arm. Arm in arm. Oh, there we go. How about that? That's the way it should be. So where does this come from? Sometimes well, Sunday, I don't you know. know. <laughs> I I don't know. It could be. It could be. From, I think it's the coffee. Yeah, it could be the coffee. Um, but uh, but we want you to stay tuned because we've got lots of uh, exciting things coming up. And um, and then also I want to let you know about next week um, we're going to have uh, Betsy York on next week okay. from the Zagatuck Douglas Art Club. So we're going to be a little bit artsy next week. And then we'll talk about shopping in town. Um, and things to do around the Saugatuck Douglas area next week. We'll also have Les Leslie Fitzel on from the Laughing Glass. Have you ever gone to her store there? I have. Isn't it really it's, cool? I love it. Yeah, really enjoy that. Um, but uh, it's time, though. It's getting, it's getting close to time to station identification. Before we go, though, um, I just want to remind folks, you know, again, you can always go to SaugatuckDouglas.com or go to Saugatuck. Uh, com to find out about events. Um, uh, December 4th will be the outdoor holiday market at the SCA. 
And so you can, you, that's another great place where they'll have vendors set up outside and an outdoor plaza and a pavilion featuring high-end crafts, home decor, wearables, and jewelry. That's also ha- happening on the 4th. So there's really a lot going on. You might want to think about staying overnight if you can find a spot because everybody's pretty booked up. But uh, you can find a, a place at millpondrealty.com. Just go to their website, click rentals, and, uh, and make it a stay. Hang out with us. And did you really ask a comedian if he had been into a store called The Laughing Glass? That's true. Yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. I, see, I would think that you would. Uh, see what I did there? Yeah. I, I, I would think that you would have a, have an act going on, you know, maybe do a show there or something. Well, you, you know, know um, like be- I did at Pullman Day, stand on the sidewalk right there on the street and let her rip. <laughs> a lot of fun. And then, That's a whole other story. As if we haven't talked enough about December 4th. And if you, you know, there's going to be so much to do and there's plenty Plenty going to be plenty of people here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but there's also Winterfest at the Felt Estate. So, uh, that's from two to four p.m. So that's some, that's another thing that you can do after the parade. They'll have Santa and Mrs. Claus there for photo ops, cupcakes. Everybody loves cupcakes, and a mansion scavenger hunt, horse and wagon rides throughout the park, and cool. face painting with La La Land face painters. That's over there at the Felt Mansion. They're located on 6597, 138th Avenue there in Holland, right by the uh, at, at the entrance there of the uh, state park there. And, um, and for more information, you can give them a call at 616-335-8982. Or you can go to their event page, events at feltmansion.org. So Christmas is here. It's Christmas here. is a coming. Yep. And uh, and uh, we're we're gonna have to break a little bit for station identification, but we'll be right back because you don't want to go anywhere. You're gonna have to warm up that coffee and get back here to the radio in just a few minutes because we've got Scrooge in the house. We'll introduce here. Then we've got Garnet Lewis, the mayor of Sagatuck, will be here. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Lake Chores, ninety-two-seven The Van and ninety-two-seven TheVan.com. This is Gregory Muncy. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy here on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van. And 927thevan.com. Check out our podcast because uh, we had a really good show last week. And uh, you want to get caught up with everything. Maybe you're just waking up right now and it's 8 o'clock. And uh, what happened to the last hour? You want to hear all the ramblings of our wonderful mayor of Douglas here, uh, Jerry Donovan. Thank you for being my co-host today. Well, I like how you said last week was a great show. <laughs> this week, this week Jerry's here. Yeah, and then I got Jerry. Um, and then now um, uh, uh, CJ reminds Reminded me, this is the last show of the year. So we'll, uh, this I guess uh, next week will, should be an anniversary show. I so think so. Should we do something special? Absolutely. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll make a cake. I, I, I don't know. The uh, highlights uh, of the past year. Oh yes, that, that's a, that's a great idea. The best of. Maybe maybe we'll work on something like that. Um, who was that talking? I don't know. Let's get that disco ball down, and uh, we've got our next guest coming up as he works the runway. And here he comes. Oh, there he goes. And here he comes. And, boy, he's got the moves for an old man. Welcome. Welcome to Studio B. It's Scrooge. Humbug. (laughs) 
Steve Williford, I can't imagine a better Scrooge. Um, he is the head of the uh, Saugatuck Village Players and has been performing uh, for 30 years as, or more longer as Scrooge in our wonderful play that we perform here at the Women's Club called A Christmas Carol. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the show, Steve. Well, thank you very much. Welcome to the Steve. Uh, welcome to the Steve. Um, <laughs> not enough coffee. Um, and uh, also, your lovely wife, you brought Janice. Welcome as well, Janice. Good morning. She's kind of like the brains behind the operation when it comes to tickets and, ah. and all of that. And we've got to have some kind of brains going on here. Um <laughs> Steve, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure. I've been a part of the play for a few years now, um, uh, have uh, performed, and, and we're in cahoots and rehearsal. But I want to talk a little bit about you, Steve. Um, uh, you were born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Is that, that is true? correct. Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, your first production of The Christmas Carol was 1979. <sighs> At uh, Theater Memphis. Theater Memphis. So, so you had you you, you had a little bit of uh, knowledge about this before you got involved over here, huh? Well, yeah, but not before I got involved over there. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you didn't act, but you worked backstage. I worked backstage. Actually, my main um, my main function in that production in '79 was. There was a big window unit in Scrooge's bedroom, and like when the ghosts would come by, the, the windows would flap open and back. I was sort of behind the window unit, on my back, working. So you were the flapper. I, I was a flapper. Yeah. Then. Yes, yes, a window flapper. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, now, um, and, and now you, from Memphis, you moved to Chicago? I moved to Chicago, uh-huh. and 86. What, what did you do in Chicago? I did a little theater there. Uh -huh. um, um, actually, <clears throat> I moved there the fall of 86. And uh -huh. the summer of 87, I was cast doing summer stock here at the Red Barn. Oh, okay. Which is how I found Saugatuck. Right. I, I found Chicago much easier, uh, at least driving. But uh, <laughs> coming here to Saugatuck, I, I actually got here an hour late for my audition because I didn't realize there was the time change so close. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, so now the 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 Red Barn Theater um, uh, uh, they performed uh, during the summer, right? Did they do? Did they ever do the Christmas play or well, Christmas Carol? They were basically hired to put on the show uh, the first year. Um, uh -huh. uh, Felicia Fairchild sort of masterminded that, trying to extend the shopping season in Saugatuck a little longer and okay. uh, the the rental season and that sort of thing. Right. Um, so she. Put on Christmas Carol and had the Red Barn people cast it and sort of build it and that sort of thing. And right. for the first six years, it was at All Saints Episcopal Church up the hill. Um, and it was a wonderful little production. I mean, yeah. there was no other game in town going on at that point in time in 87. Well, 87. Yeah. Um, uh, I got there the week before we opened. I think maybe the Monday before we opened that Friday night. And... Oh. Um, sort of fit in with the cast. So they had sort of sent me my part, which I studied, but didn't realize how much to do there was yeah. until I got here. Right, right, right. Um, and now, so you performed, now you performed as Scrooge the very first time? The very first time, yeah. You didn't have to work your way up to that, No, huh? no, no. And, um, and so, so you claimed Scrooge right away. And now the first six years of the production were at, like you said, at All Saints Episcopal Church. Right. Then, and then it moved. It moved to First Congregational Church for the next six years. Okay. 
and then we moved it to the women's club. Okay. And now the women's club, I, I can't imagine a better venue for it because it is, it it's is such perfect. a beautiful little theater and it really kind of sets you back in that time with the architecture on the inside and the windows and the stage. It really makes you feel like you're in a, an English theater, you know, 100 years ago. At least it's very cozy. Yeah, it is very cozy. Um, and so now at the Women's Club, that's located here on Butler and Hoffman here yes. on the corner here. Um, it's and a little goofy because they they own the building in front of them. Right. But And so the building in front of them was there first. So the address is 303 Butler, but the Women's Club is up Hoffman Street a little bit. Right, right. Uh, that building was the Women's Club. They used to um, facilitate that as a library. That is correct. Um, that building there. And now it's the Owl House, a great place to buy gifts for Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so now you performed here. Uh, you guys moved the production here. Um, and now the set, I remember the first time that I went to A Christmas Carol, it was before I moved here, before I lived here full-time, probably 15 years ago or maybe longer. Um, and the first time I went to the production, um, the first thing that, you know, that I noticed was the set um, and what a really cool set it is for such a small stage. And it, to me, I, I think it's really genius, you know, the way the, the way it's set up. And, and, and uh, who, who did that? Who, who created the set? Um, Michael Schwabe designed the set for uh -huh. us. Um, uh, he, the puppeteers in Douglas, the right. village puppeteers. Uh -huh. um, we had, um, before Mike started working on it, uh, we had like old fabric we had found at a thrift store that smelled of insecticide and things like that. I call it the USO years before uh, Mike took over and sort of redesigned the set mm -hmm. for us um, because the, we put these big, heavy sort of fabric backdrop and things, and it was sort of – it wasn't – it was more the backdrops and the teasers and the curtains and all like that that we right. used it for. Right, right. Um, uh, well, okay, first of all, 35 years. This is 35 years that, you, that, you've, 35 that, years. that we've been doing this, and, yes. and you've been a part of most of that time. Um, uh, I'm looking at the questions. that you, You're so funny. You, you, <laughs> you, you, you sent me a bunch of great questions to ask. Um, but I'll start off with, um, first of all, a lot of folks want to know, when is, when is the show? The show opens December 10th. December 10th. Uh, we run the 10th, 11th, 12th, the 17th, 18th, and 19th. We have eight shows. Uh, two set mat two matinees on each well one matinee on each Saturday so a two o'clock and an eight o'clock show on each Saturday mm -hmm. an eight o'clock show on Friday Sunday we have a seven p.m. show oh okay so right. it's right. a little different there so that's that's pretty demanding to the actors so it, what it kind is. of what kind of pay is involved <laughs> uh, uh, to the to the actors the pay of glory of being on stage <laughs> the pay of Getting it off the ground. So these people are all volunteering their time? They are all so that volunteering you, so, their time. So that you can be Scrooge? Well, that, see, I, I guess so. I guess wow, so. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you yeah. really. But then well. I volunteer my time. So <laughs> you I can be certainly Scrooge do. Too. Um, uh, I've uh, helped uh, set up that set in the past, and you really have a math. You've got it down pat of how that set gets put away. It's so funny because he'll drive here. In this trailer, mm -hmm. and I'll see it out there, and I'll be like, "Oh, it's time," and and I'll know I'll be getting a text or something. And we have a couple locals that help uh, build it, okay. and um, and everything is put in like a jenga. 
Okay. And, and everything gets pulled out a certain way. Sure. And Steve has to orchestrate everybody how to pull it out and how to put it back in because otherwise we wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it's you, like Lincoln you, Logs. You've got to start with the big stuff first uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. before, to put it away. Uh-huh. And uh, you also have the big lighting uh, set up as well, that um, a professional lighting set up as well. And yes. uh, it's, uh, the play's really come a long way. Um, T- tickets, tickets. I'm getting phone calls from people, and people Excellent. are asking, um, where can I get tickets? You can get tickets at the website, uh, Saugatuck Christmas Carol, all one word, dot Ludus, uh-huh. uh, L-U-D-U-S. That's L Lima Uniform Delta Uniform uh, Sierra. I forgot. I nearly forgot the Sierra. Uh, <laughs> Ludus.com. Ludus.com. So, Ludus.com. Okay. And now I can get that link at your Facebook page? You can get that link at our Facebook page. And your Facebook page is Sagatuck Christmas Carol. Is I that believe correct? that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yep. I, I see Janice posting on there a lot. As far as compensation goes, you simply say, you get paid in karma. 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 Oh, okay. All right. Karma payment. Actually, the payment this year is better than that. This year, all of the proceeds from every ticket we sell at Ludus.com, so 480 tickets, is going to be all given to two uh, local charities. Um, it's already arranged that it's going to go directly to either Christian Neighbors or um, Children's First Lakeshore. Wonderful. So all of that cash that we're collecting from those tickets and the ticket prices are $15 and $20. So all of that will be going and it's already arranged. So none of that actually comes into our checkbook. So I I was just kidding. Oh, (laughs) I know. I know. It's just, that's why we do it. it, Right. Well, here's a question for you. And that is this, uh, supposing based on scheduling, you know, some of our Florida people, can't be here to go can they make an in-kind contribution to those charities through you through you folks they could also (laughs) they could also uh go to the website sagatuckludus.com and there's a way to donate straight through that oh perfect yeah all right great great see how i did that no yeah i did i did um um now <laughs> you always got to make sure I'm paying attention. Uh, good for you. Um, now, is that is is you know after all these years, you know, and you are known as Scrooge. Like to me, because I I worked with you for so long, I really don't. You do, really don't need the makeup or anything. You, you're just to me. You're all. You're, you are Scrooge. You know, wow. you'll I could, always I could be, be Scrooge. At family Fair or Meyer trying to get something off the bottom shelf. Yeah, and behind me, somebody goes. Screw. <laughs> I mean, and then I'll right. be in, I'll be checking out in line, and right. the the person in front of me say, "Oh, it's you." You know, I was Marley back in 1993. Yeah, you know, right, or something right. like that. And yeah. I go, "Oh, yes. Hi, how are you?" <laughs> <laughs> um, is the fame worth it? You know, the all, the, all the fame. <laughs> you know, is it is it uh, is is it worth it? You know, you you, they, you get found out in grocery stores it's, and it's, everywhere it's you go. It's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do the same thing to you <laughs> when I see you in town. Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Paparazzi's never. The paparazzi. Yeah. 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 Pictures. Oh no, no pictures. No pictures, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not in costume. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. It's uh-huh. interesting. I wouldn't call it 
uh, sweet, I call it bittersweet. Sometimes uh -huh. I like to hide from it, and sometimes uh -huh. I revel in uh -huh. it. Yes. I see you, you do a great job with your makeup. I know. I, I see you guys every year. You, you put the sideburns on, and you put in all the wrinkles and stuff, and um, you have that uh, the gray hairspray that you put on. You probably don't need as much of that these days as you, you used know, to, right? You know, in 92... <laughs> I was getting my hair cut before I went to home to Memphis, uh -huh. and somebody here was doing the care, cutting my hair, and they said, Steve, you know, in a year's time, you're not going to need any gray. Whoa. And that was, you know, 20 years ago, yeah, and, uh -huh. and I'm still having to spray my hair. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> but less. But yeah. less, yes. Right. Right. Actually, um, I used to use shoe polish in those days. <laughs> Really? The kids shoe polish with lanolin. Oh, it makes your hair so soft. Would you really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, Pete. Um, now, you performed at, here at the uh, the women's club for so many years now. Have you ever thought of changing it to a different location, like perhaps Oval Beach? Oval Beach. Well, we thought about that. We thought long and hard about that. And then I remember, well, in the early days, I would live at Clyde and Belva Ball's house and walk to All Saints. Yeah. And listen to the lake. Yeah. That you could hear very mm -hmm. clearly sure. in that wall. Just, yeah. yeah. And I thought, you know, maybe we shouldn't move it to Oval Beach this year. we got to wait <laughs> for the climate to change a little bit more so it's more pleasant out there during the wintertime. I don't mean to offend you, but that's not a very good lake. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh. Um, now, um, uh, talking about that, you've done Christmas Carol for so long. Have the Saugatuck Village players, have you ever thought about doing more than just one play a year? Have you ever thought about doing maybe a summer production as well? Has that ever been? We have thought about doing more than one play a year. And the, the, I, the, the subject of summer productions has come up, uh -huh. but we have trouble getting rehearsals together in the wintertime. Yeah. What would it be like in the summertime? Oh, I'm sorry. That's my beach time. I can't do that now. Oh, that's you know? right. Sure. Um, so it has to do with the uh, devotion to putting a show on. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if we could do that. And uh, besides that, summer is when I make my money. So mm -hmm. um, it would be harder for me to do it as well. Now, full-time, you are a masseuse. A massage therapist. Massage therapist, yeah, I should yeah. say. And um, and you have a massage chair that you keep over at um, behind Uncommon Grounds, right? Well, I bring it with work? me every day. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. I don't keep it there. I, oh, I, I just see. set it up there. Uh -huh. um, yes. Uh, last year, I didn't get to work at all. I bet. Mind you, during the summer. Yeah. This year, I was very cautious about setting up. Mm -hmm. um, but it all worked out well and nice and that sort of thing, and uh, I was able to get a summer's worth of work out. Oh, very, very good. So um, so you're Scrooge in the winter, and then you're, uh, you're uh, making people feel good in the summertime with uh, uh, chair massage. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so th that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. And so, But you do that just during the summer, not in the winter, right, of course? So it's safe to say you're pretty hands-on. Yeah. I saw what you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, so, uh, we're performing and we've got rehearsals coming up. I saw every week you send to the cast, the, um, 
the gazette updates to the rehearsals, updates to the rehearsals, yeah, and yeah. we've got some coming up. And you're demanding all of us to know our lines by November 29th. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So I actually, you're almost there. You're almost there. Well, I don't know about that. I've got a long speech as Fred, so um, I'm switching it up this year. Um, uh, for a few years in a row, I played uh, Bob Cratchit. I thought so. And uh, so this year, I'll be uh, the nephew, Fred, okay. um, who comes and tries to convince. Uh, Scrooge, his uncle, that um, uh, Christmas is worth keeping. The, and, one of the few people that try to cheer up Scrooge yeah. in real life. Yeah, yeah, right. the, the ghosts try to do it later on, but, right. but you were there trying to do it in person. Right. Yeah. And I keep hope. I mean, I have hope the whole time, you know, even at, at Fred's party. You know, I still, I, you know, I, I still have hope for you. So. Yeah, thank you. I actually yeah. think it's a perfect part for you. You're so optimistic, and <laughs> I think Fred is a really optimistic character, and he has sort of a party quality to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed the character. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's going to be a great fit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Bob Cratchit I feel, just didn't have that party character. <laughs> I, I, I do feel bad for the guy playing Bob Cratchit this year because he has a, you know, he has a lot, you know, to compare big, to. Big shoes to fill. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, oh, good yeah. luck to you, Josh. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> Um, but uh, it, it's always fun to be a part of the play. Now, when the play is over and everybody's everybody's done, is there anything special that you do for all the characters? I mean, we're not getting paid. We're not getting paid. I mean, um, can I get a meal or something? Well, I we, mean, we, geez, we, oh, we try to have a cast party, uh-huh. and we used to do it the night the show was over. Okay, which was just sort of a train wreck because oh, right. there would be stuff to put away and all oh, this, yeah. and the cast would be all excited about. Let's party. And right, like, right. Well, can we put the chairs up a little bit first? And, right, right. This, that, and the other. So now uh, we sort of pushed the cast party into January. Uh, it, it seems like it was in February one year, but it was still a lot of snow on the ground, as I recall. Uh-huh. Um, have a cast party. I try to have a DVD of the show for people now. Right. Um, uh, I, was, I was very pleased with that, the way the production turned out in, well, 2019 now that uh-huh. we were able to – stitched together for a, a a nice DVD, I thought. Right, and then so last year what you did is you took 2019 and uh, you put it on, uh, fi- not film, but digitally um, uh, created uh, the play and you offered that to people to purchase online. Well, not to purchase, just to watch. Just to watch, yeah, okay. Purchase a seat to watch online. Oh, okay, yeah. oh, okay. And did, you, did that get any... It didn't fly as well as I wanted it to do, but uh-huh. we made like fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, and that's better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. You what know, that is, I, I would say it yeah. would be better than yeah. that. Yeah. Um, uh, now this year, you know, there's concerns with COVID. You yes. know, and it is a, a small venue. What have you done to kind of make everybody feel safe? What are we doing to make people feel safe this time of year? You want to take yeah, that Yeah, lots of things, actually. So the entire cast and all the volunteers are vaccinated, and we're wearing masks as we rehearse. Uh-huh. So trying to keep that so that we all stay healthy going into the production. Um, we've cut seating capacity down by, by half. By half. Oh, okay. So we're going to be able to social distance um, very easily at the women's club. We used to kind of pack people in and it's not, it isn't the time for that. So we, we cut seating capacity way back and um, we're going to ask the audience to mask the entire time they're in the building. Okay. So I think we've made some good moves towards safety. Um, Yeah. But because we've cut seating capacity down, if you want a ticket. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. 
You better get it online and get it soon. Yeah, because they are going to go quick, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, there's some and, sales already. You know, we already told you, you know, where you could go. You'd go to sagatuckchristmascarol.ludus.com, and that's L-U-D-U-S, um, and you'll see there uh, the Sagatuck Village Players. You go right there. Uh, you can find this link on their Facebook page as well, uh, Sagatuck Christmas Carol. Um, but I see here where you can buy tickets. Uh, tickets are available for all the performances, the 10th through the 12th, and then the 17th through the 19th. Friday is 8 o'clock. Saturday is when we have a matinee at 2 o'clock, and then an 8 o'clock performance, so two performances on Saturday. And then Sunday evening's performance is at 7 p.m. So um, you just click that. You get tickets. Adult tickets are twenty dollars. Children are fifteen. Student also gets a fifteen dollar rate, and uh, they're pretty pretty easy to to get here. So um, I get my ticket, and then uh, then I'm I'm good to go. I'm, I think they're going to sell out pretty quick this year. And you said proceeds go to who? Um, it's going to be split between Christian Neighbors and um, Children First Lakeshore. Our concept was feeding and clothing. I, we think Dickens would be absolutely really happy about that. So. I, I see mm -hmm. what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> One of the charitable solicitors line says that this is the time of year when warmth is keenly felt and abundance rejoices. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So that's what we're striving for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dickens, uh, he, he really had a strong um, passion for people that, that uh, didn't have means. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, and he wrote about that quite a bit. The book itself isn't as cheery as the play appears to be. Um, you know, it seems to be a darker story when you read when you read it you know, versus when you see the play. When I was little, I could not watch the show. I couldn't hear the show. I was too scared of the ghosts. Oh, really? And it wasn't until after I was in it. I mean, the first year I wasn't even on stage for it, so I got to see it backstage and I could see the ghosts weren't real. Um, <laughs> but um, it the, the story has its darker tones to it, but it also has its light tones, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the Fezziwig party, mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's so much light and mirth in it as well that balances with the dark. That, that That's one of the things Dickens was good with, is just sort of mm -hmm. mixing the levels so, you know, uh, you get, you aren't left in the dark, so to speak. Yeah, right. but Dickens wrote that as a political statement, and, and Tiny Tim's injury was very likely caused by his child employment. Yeah, so, malnutrition, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they worked their kids to the bones over there. They, yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah. um, I was reading a story about, you know, these kids working 16 hours a day. Yes. And, uh, you know, um, and paying off their family's debt. Yes. By taking their children and putting them in factories. In fact, Dickens was working at a place because his father was in debtor's prison. Yeah. And uh, several times. And uh, I think his father's mother died and left them some money. So... But his father still got into trouble, you know, oh, yeah. and all like this. And so um, Dickens came from this poverty and Dickens came from this child labor. Um, there was one thing I was listening to that was talking about Dickens' own experience, writing down some of his trials. And it talks about in this shoe polish factory where he was basically making the labels for the little pots of shoe polish, mm -hmm. um, not the white like I used in my hair. But, <laughs> um 
there were rats everywhere. And he would talk about the rats downstairs and how they were different from the rats over here and all like this and how he could hear them and coming up the stairs and all like oh, this. Boy. It was just really sort of eerie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you guys, are you, are, are you getting the uh, crew together, the uh, all the Saugatuck Village players, to uh, be in the annual Christmas parade? Are you guys going to uh, perform there? Uh, revelry? Well, yeah. we're, we're going to be in the parade, yes. Okay, we're not good. sure exactly what our numbers will be. Yeah. Uh, that partly will rely on what the weather will be. Greg uh, ordered good weather. Oh, good. Okay, great. Thank you. Greg. I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> there's so far, there's a 40% chance of rain. I, oh. I was looking at the extended forecast. That means it's 60% chance of beautiful a weather. Beautiful weather. That's yes. right. Okay. Um, uh, however, the annual tree lighting ceremony this Friday and uh, uh, Shop Small Saturday uh, they'll both be a dry weekend coming up. So. A uh, great time to check out town. Oh, Sockatuck doesn't do well in dry weekends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm bummed. But I'm yeah, bummed. uh-huh, yeah. And, uh, but uh, we're looking forward to that. Again, um, you can get tickets at SaugatuckChristmasCarol.Ludus.com and, uh, and, and, and watch this great production. I think you're a genius at this. I really do. Uh, well, the way you. that you put it together, the way that you gather everybody together, um, you, there are times that you really make me mad. Yeah, I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, I make when, everybody when, mad. But you really, you really push me, and I appreciate that um, at rehearsals. Um, I, I, I remember that as, um, uh, you know, uh, when I first started, I was behind the stage. Uh, I helped out Patrick, and we were doing sets. Yes. And then, uh, and, and then, I, then I got my big appearance. I got to be on stage. I, I finally worked my way up there. And, uh, and, uh, but uh, I appreciate your criticism. I really do. Um, but sometimes you really get me mad. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, you expect a lot out of us, and you expect a lot out of yourself as well. So, um, so it's 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 a lot of fun. I appreciate being a part of it. Um, Steve Williford, Mr. Scrooge, and now do we call you Mrs. Scrooge? Oh, because, absolutely. And Mrs. Scrooge, Janice oh, Williford. Tell yeah. tell the story. Oh yeah. Well, no, I think story. he's moving on. Yeah, no, about, real quick, real quick. We got a minute. We, we married about uh, twelve years ago, and when I was dating him, at one point we were taking a walk down our bike path, and one of my neighbors said to me, "You you know you're dating Scrooge, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> And you're yeah. like, yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, Janice Williford, Steve Williford, thank you so much for coming on the show and teaching us a little bit about A Christmas Carol, how it came to be, and why we're still doing it. And, uh, and love having you on the show. Hey, um, and uh, we'll see you at the Christmas Parade, December 4th. Excellent. Line up at 1230. Line up at 1230. We'll see you at 1 o'clock for the, right. for the fun you. parade. Thank you, guys. Thanks Thank for coming you. in. Yeah. And you're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy here with my wonderful co-host, the mayor of Douglas. Right here. Right here. Thanks for coming. <laughs> and we'll be right back. We've got the mayor of Saga Tuck coming. And we're going to ask her a lot about what the great things she's done around our town and get to know her a little bit. So stay tuned. Grab another cup of coffee. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Lake Shore, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back on Saga Tech on Sunday. Well, 
welcome, welcome, welcome back. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday, and we are gearing up for the Thanksgiving holiday season. I don't have my tree up yet, Jerry. I usually have my tree up by now. Get on Just it. haven't had the time lately. Perfect um, day for it today. Yeah, it would be a good day for it today, but I'll be running around for Mill Pond Realty and then also checking up on Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop All and right. seeing what I have on my plate for there tomorrow. Uh-huh. I've got lots of great floral designs. Um, you know, Back to the Fuchsia is the best flower shop in Saugatuck, and V.S. Flowers is the best so- best flower shop in Douglas. So, um, uh, and uh, So, yeah. And uh, uh, but uh, be getting ready there. We've got a wonderful guest. I wanted to have uh, her on the show before, and I finally reached out. I've had almost all the council people on here, uh, past city managers, current city managers. Get that disco ball down and let her work the runway. Wow! Look at those kicks. Welcome to the show, Garnet Lewis. Hey, Gregory. How's it going? Good. Welcome Mayor. to the show. Mayor. Mayor Donovan. Mayor. Good to Lewis. see you again. It's you the, as well. What's it been about a day? A day. Yeah. No. It's did, the mayor against the mayor here. Did, did he tell you we went to mayor school? Oh, did you go to mayor we school? We went to mayor school. Now, what's mayor school, Garnet? Well, we were at the Michigan Municipal League uh-huh. and the Michigan Association of Mayors every year after the election. Right. Hosts a training, if you will. They teach you how new... to kiss babies? <laughs> Actually, the last one was marriage ceremonies, which was kind of fun. And we oh, okay. blitzed right through that one. I, I know. Oh, I'm sure. It was like that, 15 yeah. minutes. They gave us a booklet and said, see you later. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. But, no, it was good. I, I thought it was well worth it. Very beneficial. And it was Very. good to connect and network with other mayors around the state, some who've been in their roles for what? 13, 14, right. 15 years, uh, maybe half of the room, new mayors, uh-huh. newly elected. Sure. So it's great. Sure. Garnet, you're a retired university administrator with 30-plus mm-hmm. years of professional experience in higher education administration. And uh, you have an extensive background of significant community involvement, that's for sure. Um, I remember meeting you and your wife um, mm-hmm. when uh, I had, when we had Del Sol was still right. open. Okay. And uh, they had moved into uh, the town and, mm-hmm. and uh, would walk your dog by all the time. Of yeah. course, we always had dog treats and dog water there like many of the shops do here. Got to know them um, and uh, got to respect um, the uh, – the uh, volunteer work I've, I saw you do through town. Um, uh, you would do everything to, from helping at the parking lots to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, any, anybody needed anything, you're there. And you're still like that. And, it, and that's kind of like where I gained my respect from, for, for you um, because you weren't just somebody that, you know, you, you wanted to get involved, mm-hmm. but you started washing dishes before yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Before you, you went uh, in, now you're, now you're the mayor <laughs> and, and uh, of Saugatuck. And uh, you were elected to the, city, the city council in 2019. Mm-hmm. I remember yep. that because I voted for you. Yes, thank I kind of broke my rule and I actually had a, um, I had your sign in my window here. You did. I and, really like that. And I usually wouldn't do that. I usually don't do that, but um, I was happy to see you run and i was proud of uh, your accomplishments um welcome to the show um also um you know i was i was reading up uh about you you've got quite an experience you now did you work in the saginaw thumb area or yep vicky and i uh lived in freeland actually yeah uh, vicky worked at dow corning i worked at cmu okay and I'd, uh, before that i'd been at saginaw valley yeah. state university so, yeah yeah um but 
ended ended my career with the chips. Fire, oh, okay. Fire up chips. Fire up chips. Fire yeah. up chips. Um, uh, Saginaw. I'm familiar with that because uh, I helped open a comedy club there in oh. Old Town, Saginaw. Oh my! Do you yeah. remember Old Town? Oh gosh, yeah. Do you remember J.B. Meinberg's? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. My friend owned wow. it for a short time. This is back in the late '80s, oh early gosh, '90s. Yeah. Um, and uh, and she owned J.B. Meinberg's. Her name was Sandy. Yeah. Sam. And her husband John, um, and uh, and uh, and I would hang out there. The old Masonic Theater across mm-hmm. the street from the coffee house mm-hmm. was uh, converted into a comedy club. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owners Jack and Diane, uh, his girlfriend Diane, and uh, uh, I helped them clean out that building, wow. uh, drywall it, and turn it into a comedy club. And oh, and nice. and I worked there for about a year or two until I moved back down to the Detroit area and finished school. Nice. Um, and. Um, Really, really, really had a lot of great memories there in the Saginaw, that old town area. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there I created newspaper ads for the local paper. I nice. worked with our local business owners there. Mm-hmm. I would do everybody's business cards and flyers. That was before the world of the Internet and Facebook where, you know. Um, old school. Old school where yeah. we did newspaper ads by hand. Yeah, that down- uh, The artwork was done by hand back then. That yeah. downtown area is really special. And, uh, you know, when we lived in Freeland, we would head down that way for uh, – political type activities sure that's where our our headquarters was just because it was so centrally located Uh Um, but we spent a lot of time down there and there's a real effort afoot just in like in most cities in michigan Mm -hmm. where folks are really trying to bring business back to the middle middle cities saginaw is a a prime example of a good group of people who've been trying to do the right thing Mm -hmm. for an inner core Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have a friend um uh do you remember bambi (laughs) <laughs> was Bambi your friend? Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. We weren't friends. Uh, uh, he owned – there was a bar in, in uh, West uh, Saginaw, um, uh, the West Side, I believe, um, called uh, – or no, East Side, I'm sorry, called uh, Tallulah's. Oh, my. And uh, they had changed the name to Bambi's. And wow. um, But he was a character, wasn't he? Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. I do know who you're he talking about. He would have all these big, thick rings on and bracelets, and he would walk around the bar with this big – like fishbowl drinking out of it. And uh, he was an old drag queen um, and, uh, yeah. and, and opened up this bar through his friend. Uh, and uh, what I had gotten to know him because uh, I had helped to uh, refurbish that, that building. Um, we did, we, I'd helped with reupholstering and painting and redoing it and turning it over from that look that it was when it was Tallulah's and Bambi's. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised nice. you knew Bambi. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'm yeah. still tripping that you work for a couple named Jack and Diane. <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. Little Diddy. Good one. That was, a, that was just a little Diddy there. Uh, very good. Uh, I wish I hadn't seen what you've done there. Um, Garn, you're also the owner and partner of Isabel's Market and Eatery that just yes. opened up. It was the old Zing building. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys have really, really turned that into a a beautiful building, um, uh, beautiful marble counters. And I mean, it's just, it really is a gorgeous building. Yeah, thank you. Um, you guys have uh, put quite a bit into that. And now, um, of course, I see the Facebook posts all the time. Bertie Holly, yeah. she loves that bell cookie. The bell cookie. And yep. the bell cookie was gone for a minute, but then yeah. it came back uh-huh. and she, she's happy again. Yeah, Bertie is uh, responsible for the return of the 
Oh, is she re- cookie. She's she responsible is. for a lot. She <laughs> inspires a lot of us here. She's great. Yeah. I love it. She and she's so equal opportunity. She mm-hmm. shares for everyone, which is really lovely. Yeah. Uh, and folks really pay attention, which mm-hmm. I really appreciate. Yeah, and I, I do too. A lot of other business owners. Well, when Isabel well. came along, we on council said, "No, no, the building's got to come down. <laughs> you guys are there. Let's get to work." Oh, with the old so Hayworth, the old, the old Hayworth, Hayworth building. Yeah. I know that's kind of fun to drive by there every morning. I'm like, okay, when are the walls coming down? <laughs> They're still in there doing. Light bulbs? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it was saying. Yeah. There's, there's wow. a process that has to go on inside before they. Yeah, you know, yeah me, I'm there. so impatient. I'd be like, right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you guys though. didn't waste any time uh, with uh, the building. You guys had, had acquired the old Calico, uh, Calico yeah, and it looked like somebody was trying Oof. to. Somebody was trying to create a drive-through service. <laughs> yes, yes, they they did, didn't they? They launched their car accident. sideways into that building. Yep, took and out a couple trees. I think a light post came down, a utility pole came down on the process of their going into that building. Yeah, and uh, so glad that you guys did that because it was an eyesore. Mm, yeah. uh, and uh, right next to the bigger eyesore, but, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was time for that building. Isn't it amazing how... Um, Big that lot looks now. I know. I, and just wait till the Hayworth. I know. Comes well, that's out. what Holy I can't moly. wait to see. No. Oh, I know. Do you guys use that for parking now? Well, Is folks it... do park there. Yeah. Because it, I see cars there. It all seems the time. to be, yeah. have become the overflow park. Overflow parking for a number of folks, or right, right. folks that don't mind walking, they right. park there, which is absolutely fine. It's like, you should charge for that. We're like, no way. We were just talking about the new roads and the new sidewalk that leads right up to Isabel's. I know. We love that. (laughs) Our our friends that live down Wiley, they actually appreciate it. Thank you so much, Mayor Donovan. We really appreciate that. That was kind of before I came along to a certain extent, but... um, Talking to the folks on Amity Lane, they are yes. thrilled. Yeah. So. Well, it has been always a little tricky to mm-hmm. walk down that way. And mm-hmm. folks, so, so many more people are walking and riding their bikes these I know. days. Yeah. And I know. To be on that road without that kind of buffer. Yeah. It's really yeah. nice. Right. Thank you. Um, yeah. Now, tell me something. Um, mm-hmm. the, the recent election and mm-hmm. the makeup of council, who, yeah. does, who, do, who, who does that entail? Who's on the council, city yeah. council? So uh, Chris, Chris Peterson stepped off. And that, I think uh-huh. she was a recent guest on yep, your show. Uh, Chris stepped off, and Russ Gardner joined us. Great and, guy. Yeah. Yep, and Russ is kind of returning to council, I uh-huh. think after 20 years, uh-huh. uh, was here, and then left for a bit and is back again. We talked so. about the great things that he did with the radar. Very nice. Have uh, you had him on the show? Uh, yes. Oh, oh no. Great. No, I have not you had should. him on the show. I you am going to reach out to him. Yes, yeah. what they have done at the radar at the tower is just phenomenal. It if is. You have, if you haven't been up there, you should take the steps. It's well worth it. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been up there a couple times now, and it's just they've done such a great job that group of volunteers uh john kerr i know has been a big part of it scott dean from council that's right um so that it, it is really very nice and i have high hopes for uh, some of their projects they're trying to pursue some grants mm-hmm. which i think will be really beneficial and then there's some thought about well there's not thought we're working with at&t trying to see if the, there's structural integrity at the tower for actually a cell tower. Yeah. Because as we all know. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Good idea. You know, having connectivity down here is sometimes can be rather spotty yeah. when a lot of folks are in town. Sure, So sure. They've, they've put a lot of time and energy. You should have them. He knows the background, the history. He can tell you everything about yeah. that Raider Tower. They they made a plaque that they put up there that mm-hmm. has history about the tower. Mm-hmm. So so when you climb up there at the 302 yeah. steps, yeah. Um, look for that. And it gives a lot of interesting history yeah. about the Raider. Yeah, so yeah. Russ, Russ has joined us last year. Uh, Scott Dean and Lauren Stanton uh-huh. uh, joined us. Uh, and then we have Mark Beckin. 
Yep. Uh, now the former mayor. He's been on forever. He has been since I was in college. Yeah, which was right. a long time ago. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. before I was born. Yeah. Mark right. is our Mark is our institutional history, and, and yeah, he is. he's gotten really good about sharing um, information about you know here's the historical part of this. Here's here's how long these folks have been here. Here's how long this has been well, in effect. Speaking yeah. on that, as far as the uh, uh, tower goes, is part of the effort to get it restored as close to original. I am not. I'm not sure, and okay. that's a conversation for Russ. Okay. Um, okay. I, I know that I had heard part yeah, of the that. The inside, you, you wouldn't be using it as a radar no, tower. No, no. Right. And and I don't know. There's two rooms inside, uh, and there's still some old equipment in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Air Force took, I think, just about as much as they wanted to take. Okay. So, and I know the historical, you know, Saugatuck Douglas Historical uh, Society and Center would like to see if there's a way to utilize that, almost like a. A visitor center extension. Sure. So I, I think the sky's the limit on what they can do in there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be, you know, and that's a good question for us as far yeah. as where they, and John Kerr has been, a, he would really be able to tell you quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, now that I've got the mayor run, um, let's talk about some things going on in town while mm-hmm. you're here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm anxious to have you for the uh, tree lighting ceremony. Yes, very excited about that. And uh, we'll have 530, we'll have the countdown with Santa, mm-hmm. and um, and so that'll be fun. But but let's talk about some maybe some, some other issues. Okay. What's going on with pop-up patios for next year? Um, I have restaurant owners that are yeah. friends of mine that are mm-hmm. like, Gregory, fight for us. We yeah. want this back. Yeah. And and I'm hearing for the most part that yeah. people really love it. There's yeah. only a small amount of people, there's a few of them sure. that that they argue they 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 try to present the argument that it's taking up public parking, but mm-hmm. I remember that our uh intern um Miss White, Kate, Kate White, mm-hmm. she did a count of all the parking places. We have over 750 parking places mm-hmm. in this town. Yeah. We don't have a parking problem. We have a walking problem. Yeah. I, and I was, agree. And Russ, Russ and I stood right out here, and, and he mentioned that, like, oh, that's a good one. Because that's a really good uh, – it happens on university campuses, right. too. Students right. are never happy. They want to be able to park right in front. You know, and that's right. where – and I, mm-hmm. I get it. Some folks – and we've tried to add some disability spots, if you will, uh-huh. uh, here in town to help folks that aren't able, aren't as able to walk. Right. Yeah, um, you so added we, some at uh, Wicks Park. Yeah. And we, I had friends that, that come every year. They were so thankful. Yeah. And they asked me if mm-hmm. I would reach out to do something about, about the handicapped driving. I said, well, when I get around to it, mm-hmm. I never did. But then yeah. it showed up. I'm yeah. like, oh, yes, you can thank me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I think, you know, but, if there's any positives that have come from COVID and this pandemic, uh-huh. it is um, – our ability as a council and as a city to re-kind of imagine how things flow in town. Right. And so the pop-up patios were a good example. And as a result, some of the parking that helps some of our not-so-able right. visitors, uh, which we've been able to add. Uh, but the pop-ups, I, personally, I'm totally in favor of them. And I do believe, uh, for for the most part, all of council is as well. Kate has done a really good study, as you uh-huh. mentioned, and we will have the first of, I do believe, either two or three kind of special meetings, public hearings, where um, folks can come and be educated, number one. Kate's going to share her information and data. And uh, then also giving the business owners, merchants, and and constituents a chance to kind of weigh in mm-hmm. uh, on this topic. Uh, so the first one is December the 10th at 10 in the morning, and then we'll schedule another one probably pretty quickly after in the evening. And then if we need to do a third one, we will. But we want to give everybody a chance to weigh in on this. But talk about beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I see you raising your hand. It's so – it's the, the ambiance of mm-hmm. town 
mm-hmm. in the summer with those pop-ups. And the merchants have done such a beautiful job of decorating them. Yeah. And I've heard visitors, friends who come into town, this is just absolutely gorgeous. reminds me of Europe. Right. So, right. With the outdoor right. dining. Oh, now, and just yeah. so folks know that pop-up patios are actually um, the the uh, the uh, ordinance by the city who allows that allows restaurants to go out into the street at the parking places that are in front of their particular businesses. Right. Yeah, so just so folks know what pop-up patio mm-hmm. means. So the question I have, um, Kate had said there's 750 parking spots in Saugatuck. Yeah, yeah. Do we know how many are occupied by the pop-up patios? I do not, but I'm sure Kate has I think a, it was know? 50 to 60. Oh, less, see, less than 10 percent. Yeah. Right. Okay. right, right, right. And, yeah. so, and you hit the nail on the head when you said it's it's businesses taking up their own, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you will, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. parking lots. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's not like I'm setting up in front of somebody else's business. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think the welcome nature of those pop-up patios has really, uh, the last two summers, if you talk to anybody, they'll tell you this summer was the best summer they've ever yep. had. And last summer, when they're like, Even- oh my gosh, I've never had this good of a summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I personally, I think it has helped. It's, attribu- you know, it's attributed to our population our guests our visitors uh-huh. in the summer and even some of those shoulder seasons sure like yesterday it was packed in town oh i know and friday I know. evening mm-hmm. holy cow we walked down for dinner my goodness right so it, was, it was lovely right. yeah so. yeah yeah I, I i was driving out of town and it was like what uh, mm. six seven o'clock mm-hmm. at night i was, wanted to meet up with uh, kimberly for dinner yeah. And there were people walking everywhere. Yeah. And well, we had the market down at the yeah. SCA. Market SCA. Lovely. Yep. They'll be doing yeah. that on December 4th. Those were people yeah. who came over after the holiday stroll in Douglas. Yes, which was very nice. Yeah. I saw a lot of cool things on Facebook about sure. that. Yeah. 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 Sure. Isn't that yeah. great? You are doing good stuff over there. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying. You, you know, know. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One step at a time. Mm-hmm. One step know? at a time. And um, I, I, I am person who okay let's if we're going to do it let's do it now right why yeah. wait well and exactly sometimes you have to yep. and i had mentioned at the forum and, and i learned this i said you know what it takes minutes to mm-hmm. make a good decision mm-hmm. and years to undo a bad one that's true so uh-huh. you know when that's we true. look at projects and things like that we yep. proceed yep with deliberate yeah. deliberation. Yeah. So real quick, I'm going to get back on because I forgot to mention one more council sure. member, yeah. Ken Trester. Oh, of course. Yep. And yeah. so I think I've got everybody: Mark, Ken, Scott, Lauren, myself, Holly Leo. Oh my Holly gosh, Leo. she's going to yeah. kick me. Uh oh. <laughs> who is that? Holly, Holly Leo. Holly Leo. I know. Who is Holly Leo? Boy, the woman. I've heard that name. The leader. The non-motorized trail bike trail gal. Oh, that's right. She she Man. leads that up. Um, and Jerry's on that committee. So I, I'm right. not yeah. speaking to We're Holly currently because Holly was mayor, 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 and <gasps> haven't heard from her since it all went down. So I'm a little miffed. <laughs> she'll be back in town today. She had, she had some work outside of town. Yeah. So, yeah. Tell me that. so I'm going to give her a little amnesty. Yeah, a little bit of grace. A little no, bit of grace. She's, she's great. She really did an amazing job yeah. on that she's, bike trail. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think people realize how much heavy lifting went into that yeah. just to get oh sure definitely the now. right personality i brought you swag yes i saw no. that you walked in and you came in with the tri-community recycle initiative yeah tote bag isn't that lovely it is it's yeah. got uh, all the different foods on it and it yep. says reduce compost mm-hmm. buy local that's our favorite thing to say mm-hmm. buy bulk uh reuse reuse reduce recycle yeah i'm reading a lot of articles about christmas shopping and yep. about being wise about what you're buying as gifts mm-hmm. so right so that, that you're buying things 
that are also good for the environment and encourage people to be good to the environment as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I, and I think that's a good idea. Yeah, you'll you, see. Also, we have Lake Vistas. Uh-huh. I probably shouldn't mention that, but I, he would. I will. Brett's a great guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, he actually helped sponsor this. Uh, oh, okay. Each municipal. Each municipality pitched in um, some money, and then Brett matched it, the same amount. So we, we ordered, I don't know, about 15, no, 1,200, maybe 1,000 bags, uh-huh. and uh, stood outside of Lake Vista and uh, sold them, took donations I one right Saturday. There. And then Brett said, you know what, I'm going to take the rest, and we're going to put them here in the store, mm-hmm. and we're going to encourage people to purchase them because he really wants to get away from plastic. He hates it. Right, He right. absolutely hates it. So he's really uh, been a big supporter in helping us find a way to – reduce plastic so it's a hard habit right you you go into the store mm-hmm. and you forget you have your bag in the car right oh i know <laughs> i've done that a couple times yeah same here but it's just you just have to you know, make yourself do you really it do you know it. you know it only takes a couple weeks to make something a habit but so you'll appreciate this the very first person that donated to us took it inside and he came back out and i see he says i just want you to know <laughs> that a box of wine Two boxes, a box wine fit perfectly in here, and he showed us. Oh was, wow! I know we right. were really. Wow. So <laughs> there, you know, there are advantages. So get uh, your tote to, bag. Do you remember right. that? Oh yeah, I was there. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, how many tequila bottles? Well, then yeah, he comes back there. out with one of those little, you know, uh, airplane bottles in there. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, right. Look what fits in here? Um, so. You're now. This is from the Tri Community yeah. Recycle Initiative, which mm-hmm. you are chair of. Yes. Chair, uh, yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about that. Now we've had people on the show before mm-hmm. from the Tri Community Recycle Initiative, but tell us a little bit more. Yeah, I think you've had Dan DeFranco, yep. my uh-huh. good buddy. Yeah. Yep. So this this was put together. Actually, Barry Johnson was uh, on council at the time. Uh, Linda Escott, who lives up the road, came to council, and it basically started all around the lines of. Um, when is when are we recycling? When are the bins being picked up, and why are we using these dang yellow bags? Right. And Linda just was looking for some clarity. And what came out of that was, you know, we really need to see if there's a way that we can work as a community to um, get some answers. We Douglas contracts with uh, Republic Services. We do. Um, is there a way that we can kind of get all get on board and all kind of s- communicate with Republic? and see if we can't get some answers for our constituents, especially around the area of recycling. Because yeah. when you recycle, you reduce your waste. You reduce waste that goes into the landfill. Right. It's good for the environment. I mean, it just it just escalates. Right. So that, that group, we actually started with three individuals from each um, community mm-hmm. and have uh-huh. since added a fourth. Um, so sometimes we can have upwards of you know, 12, 14 people in the room, which, uh-huh. is, which is always interesting. Right. But um, there's kind of a core group to that, Daniel from yep. the township, Ron Alexander from Douglas and myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we've really been able to do some good things. We had that great Household Hazardous Waste Day, the first one right. in May. We're right. gonna, and that um, was a great success oh, this year. My goodness. Yeah, we and talked about that on the show. Yep, the yeah. Rotary was a sponsor of that because it's one of the main pillars in Rotary International. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do another one probably around Earth Day. Oh, okay. Um, so people should stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, so, but I do want to plug one thing. I'm oh, going to yeah. switch this over because I ahead. know time-wise. Yeah, I know. I want to remind folks that Bree Leaf and Brush Pickup is happening in the city of the Sogtuck. Tomorrow on the east side of uh-huh. the river uh-huh. and Tuesday on the west side of the river. So Monday and Tuesday, Monday get and Tuesday. your leaves out to the street. It's yes. the last one of the year, right? I do believe so. I think so, too. Yep. And so, you know, you want to get that cleaned up before the snow comes down. I think it's a great opportunity. And today's going to be a high of 50. Mm-hmm. Put on a sweater out there. Get to raking and get mm-hmm. that to the edge. Because Absolutely. you want to hear that, CJ? There's actually yeah. one December 7th. Is there? There's yeah. a second one? There's an email that just came out from the city. Good for you. 7th. 
also there's See, also another nice. one on December 7th. But folks okay. shouldn't delay because it'd right. be cold by then. Yeah, it could be under snow. Get yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very I wouldn't cool. delay either. I, I, I'd get that scraped out and put out to the road right away. Yeah. Um, also, another thing. Gosh, I feel like you could be on here for another half hour. Oh, bring me back. Gotta bring the mayor and the mayor. Yeah, the mayor and the mayor. We were trying to think of a trivia between you two so we could have a little bit of tension, oh, a little bit of, you know, camaraderie, yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Talk against I Douglas. like that chicken, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, um, but um, uh, uh, yeah, I know you do the um, kickball uh, yes. tournament. Oh, Battle, yeah. of the Battle of the Bridge. Yes. Yes, yeah. Do you yeah. participate in that? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I've been afraid oh, to hurt myself. Oh, uh, you should be in it this year, this summer. Okay, we could do a really oh gosh, friendly competition. We get lots of news. Uh, we get uh, you know t- <laughs> the the towns are going at it. You yeah. know, I have a tendency um, to be a little competitive. This may not be very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would do very well with Phil at yes. Pumper Nichols, who yeah. is oh, uber competitive. Oh, Talk no about doubt. competitive. I'm yeah. telling you. Oh, okay. yeah. we had, we, it is so much fun. Good. Okay. You know, it is. All right. Um, you're also, on top of that, you're chair of the planning commission, right, as well? I used to be on the planning commission. Yes, that's when I when I first got involved when I first moved here. That's right. This was actually my friend's fault. This is a long story, and I'll talk really fast. Uh So friends of mine were fussing about the beach and the cleanup at the beach, and this is way back a couple years ago before we got the tractor that could sweep the beach or rake the beach. Yeah, like we're just really. So I said, hey, you got to go to city council and you got to ask them what's the deal. No, no, no. I said, fine, I'll go. So I go, and Chris Peterson's the mayor at the time, and I'm sitting back there, and I wait to get up and make public comments, and. Then they start talking about they have a vacancy on board review, vacancy on the planning commission. Yeah. That was it. That was it. There so, you, <laughs> and, and, you know, you made a good point that I try to drive a lot, and that is you can become involved. And a Absolutely. lot of people, and I think, in fact, uh, Christine Murphy brought it up at the mm-hmm. last uh, workshop that, uh, and unfortunately, a lot of people are afraid to talk to City Hall, or they're afraid to talk yeah. to the mayor, or they're no. afraid to talk to a council member. Oh, yeah. And, and it's so easy to, to if, if you want something to happen, just like Catherine Simon writes a letter about the Rose Garden, mm-hmm. and look, the Rose Garden's getting fixed. Right. So, right. I mean, you can make, you can you can be involved. It's not scary. Yeah, it you're, is. You're not going to bite our heads off. No, it um, can be intimidated, but folks shouldn't be intimidated. They should know they're very welcome, and we love to see them we love when folks come to our meetings or attend virtually on the zoom it it really basically says they're paying attention and it matters to them and they're holding us accountable and i think folks should do that yeah and and, you know ever since holly and i came on council and i think really the crew that's come on that's what we welcome that's what we want we don't want folks kind of passively sit by and then some something happens and they're not happy right right (laughs) we've been talking about right yeah be proactive yeah Welcome. Come anytime. And participate so, anytime. Participate just like we're talking about the pop-up meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to have yeah. enough meetings so that the public knows what right. we're talking about, the business owners knows what 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 we're talking about, mm-hmm. and and become involved. Right. Find out. Doesn't mean you're going to get everything you want out of what your ideas are. I don't know how many times I've been shot down from bringing art around town uh, to many times, you know, um, I've been shot down with ideas, but there have been many ideas that I am allowed to do. So, you know, you just can't let it stop you. Right. Um, But, uh, yeah, yeah, be involved. But uh, Garnet Lewis, the mayor of Saugatuck, thanks for coming on the show. Let's give her a big round of applause. Thank you, Jerry.
We will see you. Um, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Tell yes. Vicky I said happy Thanksgiving as well. Thank and, you. Yeah, and well. and, uh, and um, uh, we can't wait to see you at the tree lighting ceremony this Friday. I know. We'll do the countdown at 530. But, we'll, of course, we'll have the reindeer and Santa for visits between 3 and 6 this Friday here at Wicks Park. Great. We want to thank you for listening. And we want to thank you for being a part of our show. Grab, uh, uh, you know. Grab, grab your loved ones this weekend. To take politics and push them aside. Get them out of the dinner table. And everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you, Jerry Donovan, for being a part of the show. Thank you, Mr. Monty, and happy anniversary. Uh, thank you very much. We'll have celebrate our one-year anniversary show next week. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we'll have a lot of fun with that. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday. We do this every Sunday morning here, high above land sharks and beautiful downtown Saga Tech. Hey, go to our podcast. If you missed any part of the show, you go to 927thevan.com, click podcast, go down to Saga Tech on Sunday, and listen to all of our shows. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you next week. Have a happy, fun day, Sunday, a happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you at the tree lighting ceremony, Wicks Park, this Friday. <laughs> Bye-bye.